Hocus Bocus. Ring my bell, ring my bell. Well, if I could reach your bell, I'd ring it. Ring my bell. Is that a joke about penis size, Kendall? No, Cliff. That's a joke about how much fat there is in this room that I would have to reach around to get to your dinner. Uh, reach around, Kendall. I think we're above that. All these penis Cliff, jokes. If if I stayed in the gutter where your mind is, I would never get through this show. Oh, Kendall. Uh, Kendall, do you see my glasses? I've mislaid. My glasses. I've mislaid my glasses. Oh, mislaid. That sounds like the winner of a slut contest. Uh oh. This is a show not about sluts and penises, Uh-oh. but about Uh-oh. Uh-oh. nature. Kendall, do you love nature? I do. I think some were wondering if the show had started at all. No, um, has it? I do love nature. I love it so much. You know, I used to go hiking all the time when I lived in California. Oh, just oh, it, oh, just getting oh. getting close, up close and personal and intimate with nature. Gross. Because there's something it does to you when you're out there in the woods and you're just hiking around and sleeping under the stars. It just, it changes you, Cliff. It changes you. You can now, feel the universe. Did you sleep under the stars? Of course I slept under the stars. No, you didn't. With no... Nothing over you but the stars. Well, there was a tent, then that's but I was under, under the, stars. the stars. Then I sleep under the stars every night. There's a, just a roof between me and the stars. Same well, I would hang thing. outside of the tent to watch the satellites go by for a while, so I laid under the stars. I've Well, listen, we've all gotten laid under the stars, Kendall. It's not even a question about that. But we're talking yeah. about nature. Hacks. Yes. Hack. <laughs> Hack it off. A bunch of hacks. Uh, we, we got hacks for for being outdoors. That's what we got. Uh-oh, Cliff and Gendo have been hacked with outdoors <laughs> hacks. We, we were hacked years ago. Uh, some, somebody hacked us. We were really funny at one point. <laughs> and then we don't know what happened. Some s- what happened. sort of sharp downturn. But that's all, all in the past. Water under the bridge now, Kendall. And I know, Mr. Snotbottom keeps referring to that graph, but I don't, I don't look at it anymore. I don't look at it. I don't look Gross. at it. Gross. And any, anyway, I mean, what are they doing? He, he, what are they doing over there? When we're in this empty store, do you even want to say where the booth you is? You call this it week? an empty store. I call it a potential space for wonderment, Cliff. Ugh. This is going to be my store because I am so sick of everybody selling everything over at the Potter Butter Butter Churn. Butter churn of pottery and butter, while I can't even sell anything. Magic tricks at the front desk, so I'm opening my own store. <laughs> so, I don't know how you would even sell a magic trick at the front desk. It's a spite store. It's a spite store. You're doing. You're, this is just. You're just blatantly ripping off Curb Your Enthusiasm. No, it's not spite. It's a love store, Cliff. That's what it is. Because I'm just showing love that I'm gonna have my own store. 
that's exciting, right? Because I, I'm gonna sell all my old, uh, my own things. I'm gonna have uh, really cool, like uh, mythical, magical books and all kind of ointments and crystals. It's just, it's gonna be gross. gross. And real, and real gross. magic gross. tricks. And as well. real magic tricks. Okay, I'm sure that'll be great. Now I will sell some of my new single countdown. It's called "Stuck in the Elevator." Coming next week. And I'm going to put those on disc. And maybe you can shoot me and, uh, you know, do a photo shoot. We can go to one of the buildings downtown where they've got an elevator. And you can... We're going to need a wider lens. Bring your wide angle. and But I think the, the cover of the single can be like me, like with the doors almost closing in my face. And I'll do one of these looks like, whoa, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> And then, I, I wish our listeners could see that look. Yeah, and w- I mean, wouldn't that be a great for my stuck in the elevator single, which uh, I think is just gonna coming, coming, coming next week. week. Take the world by storm. I might run a couple copies over across the street to Ride ninety nine, see if they want to put it in heavy rotation. I think you should call it stuck in your head because the songs are gonna be stuck in your head. People might stop into your store to get my single, a physical copy of it. I don't know if they're really gonna want any of your ointments. Kindle. Well, we'll have to bless your CDs, and then we'll put them at the front desk. We'll put them somewhere. We'll find you a corner to stick them in. Okay, and maybe we can get... I'll get Crock-Pot to make a large porcelain, you know, standee of me, and... Well, there's not enough porcelain in Bushatown. Sorry. <laughs> yes. She could use the uh, clay from the street. We'll just go get some that's been run over a lot. <laughs> oh, there's going to be so yeah. many potholes. We'll, and we'll, she can do that, and that can be... You know, where I sell the, the single here. Stuck in the elevator. Now available. Coming, coming, coming next week. week, week, week. We've already been down that road. Been down anyway, that road, Cliff. Kendall. Turn around. Turn around, bright eyes. <laughs> I won't go down that road again. Cliff, it's time to talk about some hacks for being outdoors. It is so far past time. Well, I got one for you. Okay. I know you're going to love. I know you're going to love it. I'm ready. So, if ready you and open. like... Like me, if you are sleeping out and under the stars, Cliff, <gasps> or under a tent under the stars, yeah, and you know you just don't want to carry like a big pillow in your bag with you because that's a lot of weight when you're hiking out in the woods. So you can just roll up a Ziploc bag and then you just blow up your Ziploc bag, close it off, and you can use that for a pillow. Bing bang boom. There you go. Ziploc, you've done it again. <laughs> Ziploc oh, oh, pillow. Oh, 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 oh. Kendall, now if you're having a backyard party, we've all had fancy backyard parties out in the outdoors. We've all done it. And, you know, it's just a bitch when your paper, uh, when your tablecloths just keep blowing around, blowing around, and then somebody spills the salsa on there, and it's just ruined for all time. So why don't you take some of that brown butcher paper that you've got stored in your house, in your closet, spread it out over the outdoor table, and you've got a quick, easily cleaned up paper tablecloth, and it's a beautiful, soothing, outdoor brown. And you could have the children or the... Outdoor brown. Or the ADHD adults doodle on the brown paper cloth. Then if you've got a fire pit, cleans itself up and it's gone it's like it was never there in the first place. 
Kendo. Oh, Cliff, man! Not only was that a great, a great hack, but I'm so glad you mentioned the fireplace because how are you going to start that fire in that fireplace? I'll tell you how. Matches. You take some fried. No, well, pfft. anybody can use a match, but you know how long it takes to start a fire. Like you have to get the fire flaming. You have to you usually have to you have to have like a starter brick or something. A but you can just use fried. Brick. Kendall did uh, did the pioneers who moved west as part of Manifest Destiny. Do you think they had a starter brick? When they Cliff, were I don't mean moving to break it across to you, the plains. No. I don't want to break it to you, but you are not a pioneer, Cliff, and you're going to need something more than just a match. Just, have you ever started a fire out like at a campsite? Uh, no. uh, probably. Maybe. No, you've never done it. it. It's so much hard. You have to sit there and you have to fight it. And you have to get just right where the air gets in there. It takes forever. But oh, anyway, here is my hat. didn't do it that way. Pioneers didn't do it this way, but this is the way I do it. I take All fried right. chips, like just potato <laughs> chips, and you can put you can put them in a little uh, a little pile, and they will light, and they will act as a starter to start your fire. Kendall, Come on, baby, light my fire. You are really asking the listeners to stretch their imagination to think that you would sooner light chips on fire. Then eat them. We all know that's not going to happen. We all know. <laughs> I didn't you say could be I would ever get to the point where I could do that. In the Arctic, you could be stuck in a snow drift. Only you and the chips and a lighter, you're eating those chips and dying, Kendall. That's what we know it. We know it. Well, you can also use a crayon then, if you have one handy. Boys, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't know about this store, Kendall Boy. You know, Charles the Contractor, who's working for you as a contractor at this dubious magic store. <laughs> he thinks he's found some rather large cracks in the piping, boy. Oh, don't you mean he put some cracks in the piping? I mean, uh, I, I, I know no. that he's under contract, but do we really have, like, couldn't I hire somebody else just, you know, like, I could do it so I much mean, quicker and cheaper. Could, I mean, could he? Oh, no, dear, that's not proper etiquette at all. Oh, no, and it is in Charles's contract for contracting that anyone associated with Cliff and Candle Coast to Coast must give him first look option for any sort of contracting. Oh, it's his to turn down, boy, and he's chosen to help you out. So let's just see what he's going to do. There's a lot of cracks in the pipe or there was a crack pipe or something he said something about pipes and crack Candlebauer. <laughs> you'll want to get with him when he finishes his smoke break outside oh, who, uh, who can follow Charles when he's speaking about all the stuff going on you know he just gets on a on a, on a just a glint talking about all the wonderful things that he knows how uh, to do and it's so technical you know he uses all the, that jargon I just can't understand it oh so technical so now Kendall what are you going to do in this Space. What are you going to have Charles do? If I have to. I mean, uh, first of all, he has to fix all the problems that are here. But then I want to do a complete overhaul. I'm going to paint it. I'm going to, like, bust out one of those walls to have, like, a lot of natural nature light coming in from that side. So you really feel like you're one with nature. There's another empty store on the other side. You'll have to pay double no, rent. No, the back wall, Cliff. It faces the woods back there. The back wall? Where's your stock room going to be? That's off to the side. I, do, you, do you want me to get my, my plan out and show the, show the whole thing to you? Uh, I just can't imagine that you have any sort of... That, it, that you have any kind of plan at all, at all, except for rubbing some crystals together and dousing on some ointment 
and hoping that a genie comes. Oh dear, I think it would be pleasant to have a, a nice prayer. That might be the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think perhaps you could sell some Bibles or some other sort of, you know, inspirational materials there, Candlebar. Well, you know, I did ask to sell some things at your store and I was denied, so, you know, it's not proper etiquette to do the other opposite thing at my store. I think it would be very prudent to have some Bibles here, dude. Alright, well listen, everybody's getting overheated and it's no wonder because, you know, doing the opening contracting inspection of a new store is one of the most stressful events in anybody's life, whether it's Kendall or his co-host going through it, or his producer and Mrs. Butter 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 Churn and Charles who's out and back smoking. You know, it's it's a very stressful on us all, and I know we're all saying and things that we don't mean. And I'm about to say th- thing. You know, I can feel them bubbling up. I've, I mean everything I've said so far. But you know, I think maybe just you guys. Why don't you go down the you know strip mall to the butter store, and then maybe get us you know maybe it's all a round of erotic snacks from the erotic bakery next door, and you know, put some butter on them, and then bring them back and we'll all have a snack and then charles can finish with the crack pipe or whatever it is cr- cracked pipes whatever he's doing you know and does that's it, a it, wonderful idea i think everyone could use a little something in their stomachs <laughs> oh, 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 yes. oh, oh my bowels pardon me but they, oh, they agree that my stomach is also very hungry mm. oh all right sugar lump let's go down and get some snacks for us all Oh, okay, dear, yes. Watch your yes. step, dear. Over here, there's, you know, there's some, some exposed wood. Oh, oh God, there. <laughs> careful over there. Oh, Cliff, <clears throat> I hope this building isn't haunted. Oh. Think, do you think the ghost wouldn't have already made it down, uh, you know, three stores down to Mrs. Butter 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 Churns? So what do you think <laughs> the ghost would... They don't... You know, they're very strict. They don't pass between uh, strip mall walls, you know. I don't know about that, Kendall. We'll have to get Ryan Murphy on the phone. Kendall, I want you to find new uses for old things. You know, when you've like got... Like what? Like this, bitch. When you've got your food all set out in an outdoor oh. buffet, you know, the bugs are just going to... Eat and shit all over all of that food. Let's just be honest. It's probably going to happen. It's a, Unless it's a <laughs> you take an old metal wire colander and set it upside down over the food. And then the bugs, they'll, they, they'll be like, well, I can't fit through those colander holes. I guess <laughs> I'll go to somebody else's yard and eat their food. Or, Kendall, you know, we all, you know, eat a lot of popsicles in the summer, right? We're all popsicle fiends. I love it. As the weather gets warmer. And so you end up with just thousands of popsicle sticks. So when you're making your burgers, you can just label the popsicle sticks that you've used. And you're like, well done, rare, other, you know, and just stick it in so, so that your burger boys come over they know they can see oh i'll take a well done with that stained purple popsicle stick sticking out of it well unless it's one of those that have the jokes on it then you just have to look at the color to tell which one like 
Well, if it was gray, but it's purple, then it's well done, like you said. Oh, it might be one of those from Jehovah Park that has a Bible verse on there. Oh, see, you never see. There's there's less and less room to write on popsicle sticks these days. Uh, uh, no, when will we learn? When will society learn? <laughs> when will we learn? We learn. We learn. We have another we learn, tip: if you're hosting an event or something like that, outdoor party, tip you it. can take a gallon jug, like a Uh-oh. like a milk jug, to pee fill it in. with water. No, don't pee in that. Charles will end up peeing in this, though, at some point during the party. Okay. You fill it with water, and you take a headlamp, and you attach it, like, backwards on it, so it's, like, shining light into the jug, and it illuminates like a lantern. And so you can put several of those out, and you've got tons of light for your event. Oh, You can even put, like, dyed water in there and have different colors for spooky Halloween events. Oh, I think that's going to be an electrical problem. All that light. They're battery operated. We're all going to be electrocuted. Kendall, why are you... This is a death trap you're setting for the listeners. Death trap. I'll show you death trap. I'll show you death trap. Kendall, that's a fat trap. Kendall, when (laughs) you are having an outdoor party and you're like, well, shit, I've run out of chairs and I've got more guests coming. Lean on nature. Mama nature. Tell mama, tell mama all. And ma- <laughs> Mama being Mother Nature, ask her for supplies and ye shall receive. Just cut down a tree, cut it into stumps. <laughs> Sit on a stump. Sit on a stump. Yes. Cut down the nearest tree. You got stumps to go around. And then maybe it's a fun stump grinding party if you just want to grind that mother down. Then you could sing like <laughs> Disco Inferno instead of burn that mother down. Grind that mother down. Helped. Helped. <laughs> we're, we're, did we turn into Dear Cliff and Kendall for a moment? Every episode, in many ways, is Dear Cliff and Kendall. Kendall. We help so many people. Cliff, now, if, do you often have the problem when you're wearing your shoes and you're walking through the, the yard or whatever and water just gets all in your shoes and your feet are wet and your socks are wet? Do you ever have this problem? Or when it's raining? God. Damn it. It's the one of the worst things that's ever happened in my life. Well, Cliff, you need to go get you some beeswax. And oh, you no. Can... Not going to do it. <laughs> well, if you wanted to do it, you could go get it and you could put it all over your shoes and it makes them waterproof. Oh, okay. that's, uh, that's just never going to happen. Kendall, that's uh, our writers blew it with that tip. But this one <laughs> is a good I think one, okay? Great tip. When you're having your outdoor party, you know, here's what you should do for a fun lighting effect, okay? Take the okay. old chandelier that you've got just laying in the garage, take it, string it up, suspend it out in the yard above, you know, your paper tablecloth and the stump chairs that you've just made. And string it up with Christmas lights, and it's going to be a beautiful, vintage, romantic vibe, Kendall. It's a mood. <laughs> romantic vibe. That sounds like a romantic getaway, Cliff. It's, it will be a getaway to your yard on a stump. Staycation. It'll be, you'll be singing on the stump where you sit. Yeah. After you've cut all the trees down in your yard, so you, so you have seating. <laughs> you've got plenty of seating. <laughs> Cliff, now, you know... 
I, I know you're talking about bugs and you were going to turn colanders upside down. Turn them. Also, flip them. You can flip them over. Sprinkle some basil herbs or drop some rosemary leaves on the on like on your food tables and things. And the bugs and mosquitoes can't stand the smell of that, and they it'll just create an invisible net around your food. Basil and rosemary. Yeah. No, Kendall, I don't believe it. Yes. Don't believe it for a second. But believe Ken- it, baby. <laughs> it, it talks. Now, this is something I want you to do. You always are telling me, Cliff, I've got so many old pairs of rain boots, rubber rain boots. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> what do I do with them? I don't feel like throwing them away somehow. What should I do? What should I do? Well, turn them into planters. Fill them with dirt. Put in a seed. Let God do the rest. Make them planters, (laughs) Kendall. (laughs) Also, while you're planting... Now, our writers, I think they've missed the boat a little bit on this. They said that you should take old potato chip tins and make them planters. Do you remember the old... Tin like a potato chips. Uh, we're in like a well, what I think of as a popcorn tin. Oh yeah, yeah. And my grandmother had one always growing up. That it was some chips, and I always thought that was weird because I was like, "What in the hell did chips come in a big tin like this?" But so were these tips ha- from the 1920s, I guess. And so our writers <laughs> think that you should go to Etsy and eBay to find a goddamn potato chip tin, put them in a popcorn tin. From Christmas to every Christmas, your local store is stacked floor to ceiling with those popcorn and then it's tins. Christmas all year round at your house. Well, but they're not always necessarily Christmas themed. Not always. Some of them are like Star Wars and shit, Kendall. But maybe I want them Christmas themed. I definitely want them Christmas themed. Let's not fight about us wanting the same thing. Uh, who's but fighting? I just for? want our listeners to know. I don't know. I feel like it's a fight. It's a fight. And we're it's in just a safe space. It, it, I know, but I'm still mad because of all the contracting. It's just the stress of the contracting, Kendall. It's <laughs> so much contracting stress. And, it's, and I'm not even the one who's doing the contracting or who's having the contracting done for me. It's secondhand stress. I know, Cliff. To me. I'll never, I'll never crawl out of this financial hole that Charles is going to put me through. Oh, you're going to be in a deep, deep hole, deep hole. So, so I'll deep. just take a break from it and say, what the food? What the what the <laughs> food, 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 food. Oh, Bowers, hurry up in here. <laughs> We've got a lot of day-old genital-shaped breads for us all to Ooh. eat. But you've got to come out of here. Oh, well, you've got to wait. We're about to do a segment called What the Food. So just go slather some butter on me on one of those long things for me. And it will be right out in just a few minutes. Okay, we'll take a break. What did he say they were doing? I'm, I'm not sure. We'll, oh, we'll go put the butter on the bread. I have the funkiest. Oh, what the food, Cliff? What, what the, food? the food? Food, 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 food. I can't wait to get my mouth around one of those dongs over there. Oh, okay, no, I've heard you say that once today. I've heard you say it a thousand times. A thousand what times. was the first flavor of ice cream ever invented? My thought process is say vanilla, but I'm assuming it would be like something stupid like mint. No. Mint. It was strawberry ice cream. 
tastes like fruit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, hot G-Lemon. Center yeah, center. yeah, yeah. Uh, ate everything. All right. Strawberry. In 1963, what state sold the first fried pickle? Picklevania. No. No, that, that U.S. state, Picklevania, didn't do it. Damn it. It was Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. The only God. thing great to come out of Arkansas. <laughs> ouch. Gonna say ouch for Bill Clinton. <laughs> Speaking of wieners, how many hot dogs are consumed in the United States each year? 10 million, Cliff. No. Kendall, take that and multiply it by a lot. I'm talking about 20 billion. Ooh, that's a lot of wieners. Uh, if I had a dollar for every wiener eaten in the U.S. every year, I'd be so <laughs> out of this place. <laughs> You'd be a wiener heir. But what Indian dish is the oh. national dish of England? The national dish of England is... Is it Tim Curry? No. <laughs> no. Chicken tiki masala. Oh, chicken tikka china, the Chinese chicken. Kendall, loosely translated, what does the word barbecue mean? Dead cow. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Or should I say moo? It means frame of sticks. Frame of sticks? Frame of sticks is what barbecue means. Yeah. What food is illegal to sell after 6 p.m. in Newark without a doctor's note? Um, fried pickles from Arkansas, imported over the county line. No. No, Cliff, it's, uh, it's, uh, strawberry ice cream. Oh, shit. Ice cream. Ice cream? Yes, isn't that a travesty? Uh, listen, I'm not going there. Speaking of ice cream, though, what is the most popular ice cream topping? Mmm, caramel. No, chocolate. Caramel. Caramel is actually the least popular. It's the lowest on the list. Chocolate syrup. Hershey's. Hershey squirts are number one. Numero uno. Here to stay. Always. Ugh. Awful. Hate it. You're awful and it hates you. (laughs) Ouch. Cliff, what day do we celebrate as National Sandwich Day? Is it on your birthday, November 1st? No, but you're very close. November 3rd. November 3rd. Two days late. How did you How did you get that close? Did you remember that from somewhere? I just thought, Kendall's fat. He loves sandwiches. Why wouldn't it not be <laughs> on his birthday? <laughs> well, it was close. I'm no longer what the fooding with you, Kendall. I've long past stopping what the fooding with you. I'm stopping. Now, Kendall, here's another dumb thing our writers think people should do outside. Okay? <laughs> I think this is just a little bit too much. They think that you should get a big, you know, wood pallet from the, you know, the store. Ask for an old one they don't want anymore. And put a mattress on it. And then just tie it up in a tree and make a bed swing. Out of oh, it. too many spiders. Too many spiders. They nope. think that just taking a nap on this bed <laughs> swing would be a good idea for anybody. Who wants this? Yeah, see, that. but the problem is that looks like that for about 10 minutes. And then it looks like a terrible mess that is destroyed and, and 
codes are called against your house. I know. Well, yeah, I showed Kendall a beautiful picture. It's got a, they've got a bed swing in front of a beautiful rye field, and it's got a quilt and a, a pillows on there. Those are going to be covered in bird shit in about ten seconds. Yeah, and spiders. <sighs> and spiders, for God's sake. All kind of terrible things. All right, Cliff. You know, you know how like when you uh, when you have chafing dishes and you need to keep. The, the food hot and they have those little burner things. I know how my legs chafe when they rub together because they're so fat. I know about that. Oh, Cliff, I told you to get some chub rub. But anyway, there's a you can take some tuna fish cans and you drill a hole in them and you take paper and you roll it up and you put it down in there and you let the oil soak into it for five minutes before you do it and then you put all those under the chafing dishes and light them and they will burn for two hours and heat your food. I think I would just prefer going to Party City and buying some of those little light, you know, the little things that light up. Then drilling? I have to go well, to the drill? So, I have to go to the store so either posh. way. So like posh. I'm going to Party City and getting the, the real deal. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry, hillbillies who are out there <coughs> drilling into your tuna cans. I'm doing this for my old mountain folk. Uh, ancestors, Cliff. Right, the ones who <laughs> drilled into tuna cans. They that's, could that's afford known for. canned tuna and drills, <laughs> but not one of those. Lo- you can bet there's not a party city. Kendall, debunk. I debunked that one. All right, Kendall, I've got to take a break. My day, my ding dong butter soaked pastry is getting cold out there. <laughs> And I've got to take a break and eat it. It's getting soggy. Yeah, it's getting too soggy. All right, we'll be right back after this. All right. I believe in miracles, and I believe Cliff and Kendall will be right back after this. When I was a kid, the closest you could get me to a fish was the aquarium. Now, thanks to McDonald's, I'm the expert. You see, most fish is not government inspected, but all McDonald's fish is U.S. government inspected grade A. And it's all prime white filet. No fish cakes, not ground up, not mixed with other fish. It's a filet of fish. The best-selling fish sandwich in America. Tell them your nickname, Henry. They call me Jaws. Quality you can taste. Chin up. Things might get better. In the meantime, prepare for more Cliff and Kendall. Welcome back, welcome back to nature. Sorry, you know. Well, if you've moved from ding-dongs into crackers. I had to go out to my car and get some wheat thins, because, you know, 
Mrs. Potterbutterbutterchurn and Mr. Snowbomb, they just don't think like us, like fat people. Where, you know, you think, oh, we're going to need a lot. They just got <laughs> one ding dong per person, whereas we would have gotten, you know, like, oh, give us a couple dozen. Yeah, well, you're gonna, we're going to need like a dozen dongs. It's like a dozen dongs for a dollar. It's been losing money left and right just to make the rhyme work. Just to make the rhyme work. Kendall, you are fucking Dr. Seuss over here. <laughs> but pl- please get back into whatever you were going to say. I don't like green eggs and ham. But we we're I'm no longer talking about outdoor hacks because they were just they weren't working for us. <laughs> they worked, they worked, <laughs> but we're done. They they were hacked. There were we some weird hacks from the writers. Bunch of hacks, but we are we're moving on to song. We're having a mini countdown, Cliff, about songs about nature. Who doesn't love the songs of nature, Kendall? Well, you mean the songs of nature or the songs about nature? Well, I love them both. I love them both. What are the differences? One is, I guess, uh, you think songs of nature are like a bird. Yeah, the wind. Going... Yeah. The sound of the of the wind blowing through the leaves and the sun shining through. You can hear the sun. It's just so hot. Sure. sure. All right, Kendall. Fine. fine. What is your opinion on the space coin you're about to flip? Would you like heads or tails? Uh, 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 Let's go with tails. Here we go. Tails. Tail it up, baby. Start this out. All right, Cliff. Tail mama. Tail mama. This would be number six, correct? Because it's six (gasps) for this countdown. Six, six, six. All right, here we go. Number six, Speaking of a great episode of ours, the Flaming Hot Devil Satan Hell countdown. If you missed that one, if you're too afraid, go back and listen. It's a great one. Six, six, six. Kendall, speaking of, why don't you just start us out with number six on the nature song. All right, Cliff. Nature, the songs of nature <laughs> countdown. Number six would be a bird in the distance. But the songs about nature. What is number six? Number six, Cliff. Number six. <gasps> I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue. When I think to myself, what a wonderful song for the countdown. What a wonderful. (laughs) It is wonderful. Can't be denied. Expand on that. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright, blessed day. The dark, sacred night. Well, it's. So wonderful, Cliff. Whenever I hear that song, it just makes me want to cry, and it makes me think of all the wonderful things in the world, which are no more now, but all the, you know, all the beautiful, the trees, they're beautiful, like the, the forest and the the babies that will know so much more than we'll ever know. Also on the faces of people going by, I see friends shaking hands. It's a wonderful world. The wonderful world. It is a wonderful world. Kendra, I'm surprised you have 
Bottom that one out at number six. Bottom out. Countdown. But I'm glad you did well, because I've got. That means so much more. <clears throat> I've got the perfect number one up my sleeve, Kendall. So it's a good thing that you said tails, Mama. Tails, Mama, all and all for tails. What a wonderful world yes, I think to myself What a wonderful world Kendall, number five. Number five on the songs of Nature Countdown would be The wind. I'm glad we got both. But the songs about nature. Kendall, number five is a great song by the B-52s from a 1986 album called Bouncing Off the Satellites. I thought you were going to talk about it earlier when you talked about watching the satellites bounce around from the trees or whatever you were talking about. song is called Juicy Jungle. Kendall, it's a plea to save the rainforests. It's a plea to save the animals. If you got an axe to grind, don't grind it here. Juicy Jungle's gonna disappear. And it just... Harkens back to a time called the 80s when people, we were just so worried about the rainforest. And Kendall, <laughs> now catch we're not. Us up. We don't did, care anymore. <laughs> did we solve the rainforest problem? Is that what happened? <laughs> no, we just stopped caring. But we did. So- we did. Now this is true. We did solve the ozone problem, or so we've been told. Uh oh, Kendall's been listening to Ephanon. No, <laughs> that no. there is still a hole in the ozone no, layer. No conspiracies over here, Cliff. It's a wonderful song. Juicy Jungle, Juicy Kendall jungle. by the B52s. Gotta love that Juicy Jungle. What I would do is I would put that Juicy Jungle at number five on the countdown. But now what I want you to do is tell me what you would do in a segment called WWID. What would I do? What would you do? Well, I don't know if I would do that, Cliff, but I'll tell you what I would do. I would say... WWID, what would I do? Oh. Oh, 
Boys, I've got some bad news for you, Candle Boy. I was talking to Charles the Contractor, and he said you're going to need all new floors back in the back of the store. Boy, seems they've rotted through from years of neglect. And from the next door, there used to be a waterbed store, and a lot of leakage occurred. Whoops. Daffodil, you beat me to him. Did you tell him the bad news? Oh, yes. Years of leaking waterbeds have wrought havoc upon his floors. Did you you give him the day old ding-dong before you told him like I asked you to? It was long gone, Sugarlum. Oh, dear. Oh, Oh, Kendall, that is rough news. Sorry about that. too late to... Invest in a different property. Oh, far too late. Yes, your realtor, Kramer, she saw to that. You got this place at a rock-bottom price for a reason there, I'm afraid, boy. Well, we're going to need a lot of magic Uh to fix this up. (laughs) Going to need a bigger boat. Going to need something. Well, that really sucks, Kendall. Do you have anything else you really want them to inspect? today that well, you... I'm afraid to have them inspect anything else. I'm afraid what else they're going to find. Have you have you looked at the roof? Oh, not yet. Oh, oh, sugar oh, you haven't looked at the roof, have you? No, dear, but that's oh. a wonderful idea. We should check the roof at once. Charles, oh, where's yeah. your ladder? Charles. We need you to get on the roof at once. Get the ladder, boy. Oh, I, Mr. Snobbon, he is just in charge in this moment for some reason. <laughs> he loves taking charge of a big event like this. You know, it, it reminds him back of the old days when we would do like events on stage, you know, and, and he just, he loved, he was yeah. running around and he was just, he misses that. Uh, we'll do it again. I miss it. Uh, I, I don't miss that. I don't miss that because they're every few minutes. Like, uh, it's like old faithful. <laughs> like I never have yeah. to be without it because they just constantly come at me. Yeah, you just wait because you know it's coming. Like anyway, Kendall, what, what, what would what, what? I do? What would you do this well, segment? Ask you this question, that's what I do. Here we go. Cliff, you're standing right. in line down at the old Blop Smush Food and more. When the oh, ground shit. opens up below your feet, dozens of people are dangling in the pit. And, well, old good old Satan that we spoke about in our in our our famous Satan episode... Uh, himself, it sh- he shows up and says he can save everyone else if you volunteer to go back to hell with him as payment for the rest of the souls. He's giving up. What do you do? Oh, well, you go. All right, Kendall, here's one for you. <laughs> Kendall, why don't you give me something hard next time? That's what she um, That's what she said. God, how many times has Susan if said I had that? a dime for every time I heard that. <laughs> That's, wow, what a shame. Kendall, you think you're alone in the dog food aisle at the Blop Smush Food and More, but, but, speaking of butts, your butt <laughs> lets one go. It goes, oh. big fart, because you thought you were alone. I always do that when I'm thinking I'm alone. <laughs> Unfortunately, you were not alone. Who but an evil genie was behind you. Oh no, and I farted in his face. <laughs> And he didn't like it. Wasn't one of those evil genies that was into that kind of thing. But <laughs> Damn. He, he is a big fan of the Wizard of Oz. So he has themed your punishment around with the Wizard of Oz. And you must choose your fate. Will you forever be a scarecrow 
or a lumber chopping woodsman? What would you do? Well, Cliff, you know, I say it's better to move bilaterally rather than moving up or down, and I think it'd be better. I didn't say anything about moving by ladder. I said you got to choose. <laughs> well, just follow me here. I think it'd be better to be the scarecrow because I already don't have a brain, and it would be already it would just be easier to transition into that character. You said it, Gato. Not me. Not the listeners. You. Well, Cliff, you know. Sometimes you just got to decide to go ahead and get ahead of the story. Some days, yes, yes, yes. And some Amen. days you don't. Cliff, do you, uh, you happen to wake up in the morning and ah. you see a rather large bump on your face. And oh, shit. you try every cream and lotion, but nothing's working. And it just continues ah. to grow and grow and grow. And one day you feel something starting to move in there. And uh, you look in the mirror and there are hundreds of baby spiders and they start to crawl out all over your face. What do you do? You're you're really the, I mean it's over. What the the spiders if are going to just Yeah, cuz the spiders if, are going to just crawl. No, listen. Listen, listen. listen <laughs> uh, uh, re- reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. I yield. Kendall, you <laughs> by the time that you notice a bajillion spiders crawling out of your face, they're going to be crawling away like the end of Charlotte's Web where Charlotte's children crawl away and they just sort of drift off on the wind. And then so you just wait for them all to crawl out. And once they have, then you dress the wound, go on Oprah, call it a day. Oh, Cliff, you missed a valuable opportunity because those spiders, because they had, had you know lived inside your face for so long, you had control over them, and you would have had a spider army, but you let them go. You let you let them go away, float away. Kendall, all the thi- of all the things I don't need in the world, top of the list, spider army. <laughs> That's what you think. Right. <laughs> Kendall, speaking of, you know, Susan, she keeps saying, why don't you give me something hard, or whatever it was. <laughs> tired she of hearing said, it, Cliff. <laughs> you and Susan go on a romantic beach day at a secluded beach just the two of you and you know in one of those fun romantic montages she decides to bury you in the sand up to your neck not the first time (laughs) so she buries you in the sand up to your neck but then she gets distracted by a bird or something and oops she forgets about you and she goes back to the hotel also not the first time (laughs) sadly In the secluded beach, the tide is rising and rising and rising, and the ocean water is slapping at your face in no time and stinging your eyes. Not a soul in sight, trapped under the sand, neck down. What would you do? Well, Cliff, first, I would take a moment to make peace. I would start to sing, Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. You'd never get it out. You'd sing, oh, Danny, and it'd go, yeah. Well, but yep. I, I would take the few remaining moments I had left to to, to yell out, listen to Cliff and Kendall, coast to coast, at podbean.com slash Cliff and Kendall. Oh, sadly, somebody types that in, nothing comes up. But <laughs> it was, all right, Kendall, if, they, if, they, if that's what you would do, that's what you would do. That's it. Cliff, our whole group, everybody, me, you, Mr. Snodbottom, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, Charles, Crockpot, everybody. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. We have been on a huge quest to, fi- uh, to find the Holy Grail. <clears throat> and I'm not going to ruin the surprise for you and tell that Charles pees in the Holy Grail after we find it. But while we're looking for oh, it, no. we come across a series of tests. And the last test is up to you, Cliff. We enter the door of the chamber and realize that our worst fear comes to life. On the walls is crawling with frogs. You must walk through the room and slither past thousands of frogs to get to the Holy Grail. What do you do? I mean, you just go fast. It'll be fine. Done. Go fast. Done. Done. That's what he do, ladies and gentlemen. You stick your pant legs into your socks so that they can't go up your legs. Oh, you didn't know these frogs have special abilities. They can get in your pants even if they're tucked in your socks. (laughs) No, Kendall, no. Backdoor (laughs) revisions. Oh, the king of backdoor revisions is talking. Kendall, I don't like these jokes. Kendall, this is what's happening to you, and I want you to tell me what you would do in this situation. Got it. You're out one day in Busheltown admiring... The statue of the unknown rye farmer. And out of nowhere, one of Merlin's magical relatives sees you. And for some reason, he just doesn't like your face. (laughs) Not the first time. (laughs) (laughs) So he switches you and the the unknown rye farmer. And, you know, so that means he sets the unknown rye farmer free. And you are now an, uh, an unmoving still bronze statue in the center of town what would you do well i would luckily like i could still communicate with him telepathically because he's the one that turned me into the statue and i would say to him oh sure i would say to him why why would you turn me if you hate my face so much why would you turn me into a statue could you at least make me look thin and and younger and have hair again in the statue and he would and then i would be happy as the statue and i would just stay there and i would be one with nature, and I would let the bird sit on my shoulders and poop all down my side, and it would be lovely. There you go. If that's what you would do, that's what. That's what I'd do. You would do. Don't question what I'd do, Cliff, and that's all. I'm, I didn't. That's all I'm doing. I have one more special bonus nature. What would I do Uh-oh. for you, Kendall? All right. Now, you have found, you know, we talked before about how you love a bargain. Love them. And... So you find a bargain online where you can buy caramel sauce at a low price in a bargain size, you know, like from Costco. And it's in, it's in a barrel. Love it. I love it. <laughs> so you, you immediately order one. Unfortunately, at the warehouse, there's a mix-up. They send you the wrong barrel. They send you a barrel full of toxic waste. And there's just horrible radiation that causes you to become just a, a, you know, six foot tall, large, you know, ball sack. That it's got just long, hairy balls, but the balls, they're also eyeballs. And I drew you a little picture just in case you can see. Oh, okay. So you see uh-huh. what kind of what you look like there. Uh-huh. What would you do? That, that's, that, that is me. That is, that's all of me. Yeah, that's you. That you you have the same mass as you did before. Can I can I walk around as a big ball sack? I mean, there's two balls. You might could get a little motion going. It's a little herky jerky. 
Um, one ball, put one ball in front of the other. Oh, may- maybe I could be a spokesman for like testicular cancer. I could be their mascot. Yes, you're good <laughs> at that. See, that's always gotta find that silver lining. Always, Cliff, even if it's a hairy ball sack. <laughs> oh, there is no silver lining to that in my face, though. Oh, Kendall, I'm no longer caring what you would do. <laughs> good, good. Because <laughs> oh. we got to continue our countdown. Nature song. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Nature, the songs of and about nature. Cliff, next up on the list, number four. Oh, yeah. Cliff, I know. What is it? This song, every time I hear it, it just makes me sad. It reminds me of so many times that they have... People have come along and ruined everything. And that's... Uh-oh. <clears throat> they paved paradise and put up the parking lot. Pink hotel, uh, a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got, got till it's gone? Pay paradise, paradise, the parking lot, the parking lot. Pick up all the trees, put them in a tree museum. See, we didn't even put them in a museum. We just cut them down and, and set them. Charge the people a dollar and a half just to see them. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've oh, got to yeah. gone. Kendall, that's a good one. Pretty good one. I love it. Don't you love that song? Don't you hate when they pave paradise? Hey, farmer, farmer, put away the DDT now. Spots on apples, or leave me the birds and the bees. Please don't it all. Now, do you know what that song is actually about? It's about paradise just being paved the hell over. <laughs> Close. Uh, Joni Mitchell went to this place in Los Angeles where all these musicians would hang out at this old house and they would all like play music together and write music together. And it got bought, and they tore it down and, and built a strip mall right at Laurel Canyon and Sunset Boulevard. And that's what the song is about. The more you know. Passed that uh, so many times and didn't even know well, in our Hollywood days. You know. That, that, and I probably passed it singing that song, Top of My Lungs. Probably did. Didn't even know. You know, I have another song. It's called Number Three on the Countdown. Uh, That's number one. Sorry, that was, no, that was number four on the Sounds of Nature (laughs) Countdown. That was a grave opening. Yeah, it's near a cemetery. But, yeah, yeah, but the Sound of Nature number three is a babbling brook. But the song of nature number three is a dolly parton song it's just very much about nature itself (laughs) it's from the 70s it's called early morning breeze i open up my door to greet the early morning sun closing it behind me and away i do run to the meadow Love it. 
Good old Dolly. A song about a walk in the morning as only Dolly could write. Perched upon the petals of a flower growing to go on a walk with Dolly in the woods. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't you? And she, you know, she'd come out of it with a song. I was walking with a fat <laughs> soul in the early morning breeze. I was trying to walk and I could only hear him wheeze. <laughs> and eat. But no, I, I just yeah. picture if you are walking through the woods with Dolly, she has like this light coming through constantly, like an angelic light that follows her. She does, and the birds fly around like she's Snow White. I love it. You know. that's, that's, at least that's how I picture any, inter- any interaction with Dolly Parton. Got that early morning. A song about the breeze. And that's, if that ain't nature... I don't know what the hell it is. Now, that's what I call it when I have gas in the morning, Cliff. Early morning breeze. <laughs> oh, God. No, thank you. Look, that didn't it get you into enough trouble when you just farted on that <laughs> evil genie? Well, I can't help myself. Sugar pie honey bunch. Let's what, what, Whatever the last thing is, let's do it. Before what, what is our next segment? Time to get happy. Happy. Get those troubles. Come on, get happy. We're going to tell you some tips. Yeah. Get happy. Yes, Candle Eye, let's, for all of our down, depressed listeners, tell them some way to get happy. All right, I'll tell you what to do. Cliff, are you surrounded by negative emotions all the time? Oh, uh, I'm surrounded by you much of the time, so. <laughs> well, Cliff, one way to, to fix this or to combat this Go, go, sleep, 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 because negative, because negative stimuli, stimuli, processed stimuli, stimuli, processed by the amygdala, and positive, and positive or, or neutral, neutral memories get processed by the hippocampus. And so sleep deprivation hits the hippocampus harder than the amygdala, and the rest is that sleep deprived people fail to recall pleasant memories, and they always recall those gloomy, awful ones, so it just means you got to get some sleep. Oh, Kendall, all the mumbo jumbo, tell us something we don't know. <laughs> All right. Kendall, if you are surrounded by negative thoughts, don't sit there and think, well, what is my Abdullah Ma- Oblongata thinking about this? <laughs> Just get up and do something. Go oh. throw away some trash. Go make a stump chair in the backyard. Go download an episode of Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast on your friend's phone do that as a prank just prank all your friends and subscribe them to our show wouldn't that be funny or better yet get back at some enemies get back at some enemies it is a prank 
impress people with our show, listeners. But anyway, just do something. Get up and go measure your toilet paper roll and see if the inside of it has gotten bigger or if you think they've always been that wide. Okay? <laughs> Cliff, we've been through it already. I know, but get, that's part of the get happy. Get up and do something because it's going to reduce those negative stimuli in your amygdala to your medulla oblongata to the back to the time-space continuum in your brain, and it's just going to change it all. Kendall, that's my tip. Give you, give yeah. us another of yours. Change it all. From your tip jar. All right, Cliff. <clears throat> Put your money away. Because we've all heard that money can't buy happiness, Cliff, and it's true. They have done a big old study, and they found that relationships and how we help others were important factors in living long, happy lives. They figured out that participants sincerely uh, felt that they had done uh, help their friends or family uh, or when they needed counting on through a hard time that they would be a lot healthier and actually live longer. Right. Uh, amen. Here's another, Kendall. When you're having all those terrible thoughts and you're thinking, oh, I'm so awful and I'm going to be, you know, expelled from the church and excommunicated and just whatever you're worried about, fact check those thoughts. Like I do before every show, I think, now I've, I'm prepared. I have faith in my performance as a co host today. Now, Fact is, Kendall may blow it, but I know that I'm prepared. Well, that's always a risk. And I, I can get us through. I've got ten vetoes in my back pocket for any countdown. And you know, we're it's going to. There's be- contingency plans in place for just such an event. So, and that's the facts, Jack. <laughs> All right, Cliff. I got one more get happy tip for you. All right. Make time to go outside on a nice day. Uh, 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 It will give you a huge advantage. One study found that spending 20 minutes outside in good weather not only boosted your positive mood, but broadened thinking and improved working memory. And that's why, you know, in Japan they have, like, tree bathing, where you go and just, like, hug the trees. Give a tree a hug today. And I think that's that's a great tip. I I don't know about that. But I think that's a great tip, too. Oh, bless you. Oh, the whole booth is shaking. Oh, it's because Ken... Why'd you have Charles the Conductor? You had him sand down that something during the break. Well, we can't leave that asbestos like that. We have to get it out of here before... Because it could it could be harmful if you leave it on there. Oh, well, good. I'm glad he's taking it down in while we're in here. Well, I told you. And I'm already we, choking on it. We should have a more airtight booth. Uh, don't... <laughs> You say that to me as though I have anything to do with the tightness, air, or otherwise of the booth. It's the problem of having Charles as contractor. Cliff, all right, number... Two. Number two. <laughs> number two. Cliff, it's a song that our show knows very well. You've sang it many times on the show. You know which one I'm going to say? Uh, with that buildup, I would have said... I think to myself. No, we've already done that one. What a wonderful world. Almost heaven. West, West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountains. Shenandoah River. Life is older. Older than the trees. Younger than the mountains. 
Growing like a breeze Country roads Take me home To the place I belong West Virginia Take me home Take me home Country roads Gather round her Miner's lady Stranger to blue water Dark and dusty Painted on the sky Misty taste of moonshine Teardrop in my eye Country road What a nature song. What a great one. Just What a hit. What a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> What a hit on this countdown it is. It is. Number two. It's an excellent one, Kendall. Eclipsed by only one. Number one. We'll see about that. We'll know. <laughs> it's already been seen. Kendall, number one, starts like this. And I say this to you as well. You think you own whatever land you land on. The uh. earth is just a dead thing you can claim But I know every rock and tree and creature Has a life, has a spirit, has a name I think the only people who are people Are the people who look and think like you But if you walk the footsteps of a stranger You'll learn things you never knew, you never knew. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Or ask the grinning bobcat why he grinned? Can you sing with all the voices of the mountain? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Can you paint with all the colors of the colors of the wind? How high is the damn blue corn moon? Oh. If you cut it down, we'll never know. Come run the hidden pine trails of the forest. Come taste the sun-sweet berries of the earth. Come roll in all the riches all around you. And for once, never wonder what they're worth. Disney dared to tell us about nature in the movie Pocahontas back in the 90s, probably 25 years or more ago now, Kendall. Long well, time ago. You think you own land you land Oh, you don't, amen. Bitch. I challenge all of our listeners, and most especially you, Kendall, Today. Whether we are right or copper skin, we need to sing with all the voices of the mountain. To paint with all the colors of the wind. You can own the earth and still all you'll own is earth until you can paint with all the colors. I will, Cliff. I will I will do my best to be a calm person and do everything I can to be calm going forward. 
contact your inner grandmother Willow and let that be the guiding spirit of us all. Kendo. Oh, this is terrible, dear. I'm so sorry. Your whole electrical system has just gone down, dear. We're going to have to replace it all. Terrible. Oh, sorry about that, candle boy. <laughs> Your electricity kaput. Oh, candle is terrible. Oh. What are you going to do? Uh, Cliff, I need to go lie down. You, you better go rub a crystal or something, because I don't know. I need to go get my crystals and lie down. <laughs> if you say so, boy, I, I don't think rubbing rocks is going to help him, dear. Oh, no. Oh, dear, I think if he had Bibles for sale here, dear, that might not have oh, happened. Perhaps. Certainly wouldn't have hurt. <laughs> oh, Kendall. Sorry about it. Nature. We know her. We love <sighs> her. When you're thinking of Mother Nature, tell Mama, tell Mama all. Maybe I should have built my store in nature. Maybe you should have. All right, do you have anything else to say about nature? Uh, that's all I have to say about that. Same, Kendall. Same. I've got to get out. I've got to go get some more ding-dongs. Uh, that one only just... Oh, Charles! Charles, don't put that down, dear. That one's on oh. a fire, dear. Oh, Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Country roads, take me home. Fun, fun. To the place. Gross, I love West Virginia. I love it, I love it. That's what you think.